0: you're listening to The Gamer Podcast, I'm Eric from the Gamer.com editing team, and today we're talking about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, New World, and Industria. Let's go! Welcome to the show. I'm here with Jade King and uh, Bald Brains, Dave Hello. Aubrey. Hey. And we're going to talk about uh, the biggest platform fighting news of the week. Sora is in Smash Bros. Finally. Yeah,
1: Simple and clean is the way, some fin, some fan.
0: Our tweak boy has come so far, That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, but I just want to talk about Sora. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, Brawl is the second... Why did they launch on the day of a Blooming Smash Direct? Isn't it incredible that we got both of those things on the same day?
1: It really puts uh, Nick Brawl into perspective. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. people are like, oh, Smash Killer. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Right, (laughs) <laughs> like genuinely, people on Twitter were like, "This game has rollback netcode and wave dashing." Well, that's it. It's done. Smash Ultimate. Might as well pack it in. Yeah, I'm sorry, much. bro. I'm they sorry, got bro.
2: CMP. Who you got? Banjo-Galooly? And Sa- Sakurai
1: was sat there like, "I'm sorry, we didn't have much budget for these DLC characters, and <laughs> Sora looks more expensive than the entirety of Nick Brawl." I'm sorry,
0: SpongeBob Coon. I disappointed you. Larry. Right, like. Okay, so yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, let's Maybe get let's let's, go. let's dig into All Star because I think that that there are some very good things about this game, and I yeah I know people are enjoying it, and I don't uh I don't what's the word? Well, it's it's take away from it. The don't want
1: to track d- that.
0: Yeah, that it's it's cool if you like this game. However, this ain't Smash Brothers, y'all. No, not even you ain't dethrone in the king with this one no it's an you know, imitation like, you aim at the king you better not miss
2: I, <laughs> I, I, I think they missed but i mean even going into the main menu of this thing it is it is a fairly like unashamedly smash clone like the, the the tiles are all there you play with stock and everything like they are making a smash game in very much in the vein of brawl or melee as opposed to ultimate but
0: yeah, and th- th- I mean that doesn't make it a ripoff in my no, eyes. Yeah. It they they wanted to do some of the things that they wanted to fix some things that people complain about mm-hmm. in Smash, mm. like the netcode and the wave dashing and stuff. And it's like, okay, this is our take on Smash, and I think that's like totally valid. There is plenty of platform fighters that copied Smash, and it is totally its own genre now. Mm. But this shit is just Smash. like it's like it like (laughs) there ain't nothing that it's doing that smash ain't already done yeah and like this and the
2: thing is like i think you mentioned this in a piece that's coming on the site eric like yeah we've got all these iconic characters but they don't they look like these characters but there's no voice acting or sound effects from these characters whatsoever right so it very much feels like you're playing with some weird mannequins with like a disembodied voice in the background like this is it, my whole thing. It feels. This is my entire thing. Like I know these characters, like Toth and like Ang and like a lot of the Hey Arnold characters as well, because of their dialogue and because of their personalities. But none of that is here.
0: Mm-hmm. If if it was better than Smash in every way, if this was the supreme platform fighter, I still could not get past the utter silence. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's, it creeps me out. It And it makes these characters fake. Yeah, because yeah, they have the rights. It's a
2: Nickelodeon product. Maybe they just didn't want to put the budget in for voice yeah, acting. Yeah, miraculously,
1: voice. it does somehow feel like a knockoff because of yeah, that. Yeah, but it's not. Because like, of that. Yeah.
0: SpongeBob's got a giggle. Like, that is who he is. It is not yeah. a picture of a sponge. And I know that a lot of these attack, a lot of the abilities and specials have a lot of personality in them. They've got taunts. They they've got the look right for the most part. But if mm-hmm. they if I not so much as a haya from Ang, you know, like not not a not a peep from any one of them, and it is yeah. weirdly disturbing. It's like a I silent wonder, display. Like
1: I wonder if it's a rights thing. I wonder if like the voice actors haven't signed on to have their. Uh, voices used across the game. Maybe it was only a rights yeah. thing for one or two voice actors, and that prevented them from doing it'd the be rest. To, because it would, yeah, yeah, it'd be better to better take have them a silent while. cast than like half a silent cast or something. But even then, I would have probably
0: preferred a sound alike to just just do grunts when yeah. doing attacks and stuff. You know, I uh, yes, it would have. We video game adaptations of f- cartoons and everything else have fake voice actors always, like. Yeah, it is not hard to imitate the SpongeBob voice. There's a billion people out there that can do it. Although, like, or any of these, battle for bikini bottom. Like that, ain't I want to try, but I'm not gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> I just i I know that like there's a whole game here beyond just like a reptar roaring or whatever, but I cannot get past it. I just can't. It's too weird.
1: But Eric, don't yeah. you think you're being a little unfair? After all, there are other things to complain about. Go on. So, I, I have, in the past, been a very, very big Smash fan. I have, in the past, attended Super Smash Bros. tournaments. And I have, in the past, beaten up a small child in said tournament for £25. Now... Enjoy. I'm I'm that kind of guy. I, I I'll take it seriously. I'll take Smash seriously. I would like no one surprise. Smash. Want to take want to take it to Fox final destination. Let's go. No items. Of course, no items. This game has no items. This is really weird to me. Yeah. So, as, like as I've, I've already stated, you know I take Smash pretty seriously, and therefore I don't play with items. And part of me was a little relieved to find that I don't have to negotiate with other players and say, please, can we not do items this time? Because <laughs> I was dreading that. I was dreading that playing with uh, with our dearest team on staff here. Mm-hmm. I played with them quite a lot last night. Uh, but of course, I didn't have to do that conversation. And that's kind of weird to me because yeah. I was talking to my friend the other day. I was trying to pitch to him how good this game could be. I said to him, Super Smash Brothers is this. Almost perfect hybrid between like uh, competitive and like casual play because you have both. Like completely casual players can approach Smash. A completely casual player can't really approach Street Fighter.
0: Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know
1: what I mean? Smash has an appeal, has a draw, and like the people can just have their like uh, talents from other two D games carry over instantly. It, there's so much to love about Smash from a casual perspective, and here it feels like so much of that is lacking. If you can't get good you're screwed. You need to get good, because there's nothing to back you up. There's no assist trophies, no items, and if you are, let's say, the nephew at a party, you're gonna get beat by the older people who who actually (laughs) know what's happening, quite frankly. Yeah. So weird to me that, that a game that is so perfectly poised to bring in both potential casual and competitive audiences has swayed so hard to the competitive side, it's 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 as a big competitive Smash fan, you'd think I'd find that to be a positive, but instead I'm like, they realise it's Nickelodeon, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, Smash Brothers and Nintendo properties have more adult fans than Nickelodeon does these days. Like, I, got, I haven't got thirty year old friends talking to me about Danny Phantom, but I do have them talking to me about Pokemon. <laughs> this is how it works. You can't right. go all in on the competitive side for a Nickelodeon game. You gotta you gotta give it to the kids, man it's really why, weird to me yeah. that they've done this why do you think
2: because like when this game was announced earlier this year there was like an immediate like like burst of hype around it and what it was doing in comparison to mm-hmm. smash and i think a lot of that probably was rooted in nostalgia i was like yeah oh look at all these classic characters like, it's kind of weird that red and Stimpy are in there because the guy who made him's a nod but <laughs> yeah it's kind of <laughs> like why do you think this is this game has exploded in the way it has
1: uh, I think I think the main reason is because the, the Smash competitive fans, I feel like they probably believed this was going to be a game with a bigger budget, to yeah. be frank. Like, going in, I didn't expect this to be a triple A game. No. I expected it to have more than it does. I'm not sure it's mm-hmm. price as such, either. No, no, I don't, I don't think it is. But I expected it to have more than it does. I expected it to be more polished than it is, and I, I can
0: get into that in a minute. I'm sure Jade yeah, can. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, okay. Well... First, let let me jump in, because you were talking about how the, the difficulty curve is so high, that it doesn't have that casual appeal, and that you have to get good. But getting good, from my brief experience with this game, is not about learning the fundamentals of control and combos and juggling and wave dashing and the mechanics that make you better than your opponent. It is about learning which moves cheese the hardest and kill Yeah, instantly. I'd have that with Cora. Cora's yeah. got one move.
2: It's, it's, it's kind of a punch. And I think you do that three or four times and you'll burst that enemy off the
0: stage Like, yeah. with ease. More than a handful of characters have a two-button combo that will just destroy yeah. instantly. Like, yeah. like, there are simple... Uh, an example, like Reptar's uh, down special, where he like sprays fire around him. It's like this wide area attack that is probably twice his body length and does 30% damage. Just that. Just just Busty. hit down B, 30% damage to everyone even remotely close to you. Like you I, was broken. <laughs> I shared a clip yesterday of a round starting, the beginning of a round, and... Uh, Powdered Toast man just does an up a and knocks Toph off the arena like KO at both at zero percent, like nothing special. Just like she she was slightly high in the air and he just up attacked and gone. Like that's what I think. That's what getting good at this game is: is knowing which, which moves to use that will just instantly kill other players and that's not really good like obviously it's not balanced but i don't think that's going to be fun for people that don't know all of those beats
1: yeah honestly so i was uh as i mentioned i played with the other staff last night a lot and um i had like four games and then i was like come on then team let's go i'll throw down with you and uh, they've been playing like at least a few more hours than i had so i had a bit more experience and as a result i'll admit i was getting beaten for a little while there they had us in the first half, not gonna lie. <laughs> and I was just going through the characters, like, please, something work. Eventually I found Tough. is it? Yeah, yeah. And just um, the, the strong attacks, not smash attacks, the, the side strong range. And uh, the, the, the up strong, not very good, but the down strong actually hits over Tough's head and therefore can reach onto platforms. And, and of course, on top of that, there's a down special in the air, which actually creates a platform for you to double jump off and then do a proper recovery. Uh, so that's that's a lot of recovery potential as long as you can DI, which is kind of dodgy in this game, but whatever. Um, once I'd figured that out, I was just beating them in. I was just stood in a corner and letting them approach me and, and, and beating them in. And, it, you know, in fairness, they don't know much about spacing, but. Yeah, I, I, it was weird because like I was winning multiple times in a row, but I didn't really feel too good about it. <laughs> felt like I was bullying people.
2: Are you challenging you know?
1: me? Uh, and that also caused me to realize uh, that this game does not have staling, which is a mechanic in later Smash games, where if you keep using a move over and over again, it'll become less powerful. Mm. Right, okay. Might, so might help here. Teams. Yeah, yeah, might help here.
0: Yeah, especially with uh, April O'Neil who can do those little sidey slidey kicks. Yeah. And uh, her in- recovery is,
1: is just, wow. Gets on a blimp.
0: I some think there's some barely move in the air. There's something to be said for like wildly unbalanced moves, because that can be fun in a party environment. Like it can create moments that are exciting when something totally unexpected and, super overpowered happens Mm. but but the rest of the game does not support that (laughs) the that idea of like oh none of this matters it's all just silly bullshit like it feels like a sweaty fighter yeah otherwise the performance though on
2: on xbox series x this game runs like complete piss i think really yeah like what has everybody been
0: playing on so, I've been playing on uh, the
1: PS5. Okay. And I, I, I want to say that I've found the performance to be really good on average, which is true. But also, this game doesn't look that good and it's on PS5.
0: Yeah.
1: So, it's also not exactly a compliment. And there are a couple of stages, and this seems to be stage specific, where there's just almost like a, like a, a frame rate flicker happening is what yeah. i can describe it as like the, the frame rate of
2: the environment and the characters are different so, it, so yeah it's yeah so bizarre. yeah i
1: do think like background objects are animated like 30 frames or something but like in certain stages on ps5 at least just just certain stages will it'll look like there's a a constant stutter happening and it is the most infuriatingly distract distracting thing i've ever seen and it, it's similar like, to was, the
2: xbox series x
1: yeah so i was playing on most of the stages and like you know 60 frames perfectly fine no complaints and then just suddenly, just a different stage, and uh, and George and James are like, "Yeah, it's just these stages. They're just, you know, it's still <laughs> early, <laughs> isn't it?" it? I'm like, "It's launch day, mate. It's launch day. What do you mean it's still <laughs> early? Like, and I've honestly, I've said I've said this multiple times now, and I'm sorry for interrupting you, Jade. I've said this multiple times now, but they should have removed those stages from the game, polished them up, and then pushed a free update later, just as simple as that. Because yep. having them in there right now, for me, I look at it and like." This makes the game look way worse than it actually is, which already isn't fantastic.
2: Because on the Series X, there is constant tearing, like it's Ugh. so distracting, and like the performance is the f- performance goes against how about goes against how responsive the controls should be. I think so. It mm. often can yeah. feel quite unpleasant to play, and maneuvering around the maps can be a bit of a nuisance. And this is the this isn't like a backwards compatible version for Xbox One. This is according to the ui at least it's a version that was in has been enhanced for series x so it feels like this is a game with a relatively modest budget that's launching across a large amount of platforms and perhaps not all of them are optimized to the degree they should be
0: yeah what happened like <laughs> yeah what How happened? did this happen did the
2: hype get out of hand like probably
1: yeah uh, yeah going back to what we were talking about on the uh on the, the, the initial burst of hype and excitement, you know. Yeah. I think I think there are a lot of people who are like our age, in quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh who do have nostalgia for some of the characters in the game. Like Ren and Stimpy of course, an older pick. And I loved Ren and Stimpy despite recent revelations about creators. And you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Um it I love SpongeBob Once Upon a <laughs> Time and the the real monsters thing. I remember yeah. it. And and Invaders the, like Brilliant. There's a few newer picks for, for for the for the youngers, and I don't know why fairly old parents aren't there, and that's kind of weird. But but in general, I feel like Miracle. you know, it there's a fair amount of nostalgia. Style. There's a fair amount of nostalgia and even relevance to a lot of those characters. But um, I feel like the rollback netcode and just the fact it had wave dashing made people think that this game, because it's Nickelodeon,
0: would have a budget and would therefore be good, and and the developers have done games that people like Slap City. I haven't played it. Is it is it good? I don't know. I but people okay. every time I side eyed this game up to launch, people would be like, "Yeah, but Slap City, Slap City's good." So I don't know. CD Project Red made The Witcher. Let's see where that led up. Hmm. True.
2: <laughs> it's definitely, it's not it's not a relevant comparison. Yeah. But. I mean, it's cool. Like, I think this is a game. Like, a lot of the DLC has leaked out. Like, they're bringing Garfield in, which will immediately yeah. make, that will immediately make it game of the year material. So, yeah, you know, I mean, that's all they really need to
0: do. But I hope they keep and working on it because there's something here. Ultimately, like a lot of these things aren't going to bother Johnny Gamer. You know, no, nah. <laughs> I'm 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 fifty fifty on that. Yeah, we'll mm. see.
1: I think kids, for the most part, will have the problems go right over their heads. I think they're just going to have fun with the game with the SpongeBob in it, you know. Yeah. But uh, I think this game has some pretty clear flaws, and and I should probably say something positive about it. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I love the attempt.
0: Oh my god, that's not... That is that does not even sound like a compliment. At least you tried. No, not, you, no, no. There's there's
1: interesting things happening here. Like I can actually imagine, if God forbid, someone takes this game seriously, uh-huh. and gets gets like uniquely good, I think there's a lot of potential. So for for one, uh, one mechanic I actually like is the the air dash. We know the air dash can be angled into the ground for a wave dash to carry your momentum. But in like smash melee, if you were in the air and used a wave, uh, used an air dash, and that air dash ended in the air, the momentum would stop at that point. In this, the momentum just keeps going. So if you're like in the air, you can sort of air dash towards the ground and sort of rock it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it there's stuff like that that makes me think there's a really interesting and unique platform fighter here. And of course, we've got the the rollback net code. That's that's nice. We love rollback netcode. If if Smash had rollback netcode, it'd be the game of the year every year forever, you know. Uh, but I, I don't know. I I want to just leave it on a positive note. There's a lot of things here that I really, I really do like. I can't see myself taking it seriously,
0: but I admire the attempt. You <laughs> <laughs> gave it a go. I admire that cat dog is in a video game. Yeah, d- yeah, dog. yeah, the cat, yeah, the cat dog. That's that's what I meant
1: by, like, people our age, because Zoomers are not going to know what a hell a cat dog is, you
0: know? No, and it's a weird thing, the roster, like, I, I, I have not kept up with Nickelodeon's stable of television programs over the years. This game leads me to believe that Nickelodeon stopped making TV shows after 2002.
1: Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? Like, Danny most with- recent one. They're not making really good ones. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) like, is this game just only for people in their thirties now, or has did Nickelodeon never make a a popular character after Danny Phantom?
1: Well, honestly, I think they just all went the Icarly route, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Live action. Yeah, I mean, put Icarly in here. Why not? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Put Dan Schneider in as the OC. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Go after minute. those feet! You know? Oh my god! A, bit of a realistic, iCarly in this game. The
1: down smash, she gets the tomato feet out. <laughs> oh no! Okay, that's that's the worst thing that's ever happened on this podcast.
0: Um, yeah, and a lot of bad things have happened on this podcast. Eric loves
2: feet as well. He's like, mm, yeah, it's true. Oh, this we need we're, Dan Schneider going portfolio going now. with Nick Roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. But on that note, on that note, here's another positive thing. You know, it clearly shows that they've tried with a lot of the character animations. Like
3: yeah, there absolutely. were
1: there were some like attacks which were references to like memes or or frames from the show and jokes on the show and stuff. And like there there were a lot of them that went over my head, but there are some of them that I caught and I I have to I, once again congratulate the developers on being aware because there's there's plenty that aren't. But also, it's so weird because this is such a blatant like. This is a game for people that are too online, and that's just so weird for a license. Yeah,
2: yes. yeah. Like, there's a lot of memes and deep cuts in here, but yeah. only people like us who grew up with these cartoons or. And now somewhat... we're terminally online. Somewhat ingrained in online culture, <laughs> would be like, ah, yeah. that's that's from the meme. Whereas children, would be like, SpongeBob looks funny. i was like, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> And you fight them you at Smash fan You yeah. little fool. <laughs> <laughs> right. um,
0: if if Sora had come out on Tuesday rather than been announced, I, I think a lot of people would not have even played this game.
2: Yeah. Even like Sora being announced like drew the comparison after yeah. playing
0: this. And I'm like, whoa, Smash. This ain't got nothing on Smash. Well, Smash is done now long live nick all-star brawl long live iCarly dlc long live the iCarly dlc okay uh let's take a quick break you want to stick around and um crack wise on monkey ball banana mania when you walk away you, you won't hear me say, me say please, please obey oh, me. don't go, go. On three, I want everybody to say their uh, favorite monkey ball character, okay? One, two, three. Baby Baby. Robo. Aye,
1: aye. Wait, Baby Robo?
0: You didn't see this? The the correct answer is Baby Robo, the clone of Baby that also wears a a robot costume. Oh, you're getting into the deep lore now, aren't we? Yeah. No, this is new. This is in the new game. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Uh, I, the Monkey Ball series... Okay. There's <laughs> like great. 14 games in this series, and they're all the same game. Is that fair? Yeah, because they mean, released a remaster like last year, and I thought this was just this. Two years. But it's not. It's different. Banana Blitz HD. Was that two years ago? It was two years. That was a remake of no. the Wii... Banana Blitz. This is Banana Mania. This is a remake of 1, 2, and Deluxe, except that Deluxe was a remake of 1 and 2. So...
1: I was actually going to ask about this, because when people said this was a compilation of 1, 2, and Deluxe, I was like, wait. So 1,
0: 2, and is 1. is different? Right? Like... So it's sort of a remake of Deluxe, but it's got some more... It's got some, like, multiplayer stuff. Obviously, it's got some new characters. But, yeah, it's, like, the expanded... Why is why does this have to be so confusing? It's just a monkey in a ball.
2: I think it's just hey. deep, it's deep, deep lore. Like, the SBU, like the Super Monkey Ball universe.
1: Wait, I'm sorry, excuse me. Was this developed by Ryuga Gotoku?
2: Yeah, like, he did uh, the the main the main homeboy behind Yakuza did Monkey Ball before he did Yakuza. Like, a few years before. Like, the early Negoti. 2000s. Yeah, he was doing Monkey Ball for a few years and then he, then he pitched Yakuza to Sega and they were like, cool! Can, can someone keep cranking out Monkey Ball on the side, though? And Man, I, think, I think that's what legend. happened. But it
0: was, yeah, absolute it was a sharp legend. transition from Super Monkey Ball to Japanese crime.
1: Yeah, absolute legend. Incredible.
0: Monkey Ball seems like a side project.
2: yeah like it doesn't I think it's like it's not very generous to not call it a full game but it does kind of feel like loads of different mini games
0: crushed into like a single experience I know that there's at least one on mobile I feel like there was a mobile like a iPhone one but I mean the whole series would work very well on mobile it feels like a mobile game It sounds like I'm talking a lot of shit, but I do love, like, everybody loves Monkey Ball. Because the DS one was my first
2: one, and that game was so good. Like, it's perfect for that kind of platform. I have never played the
1: DS one. I'm pretty sure there's a DS one. I didn't make that up, did I? I don't think so. But honestly, who knows?
0: Yeah, Touch and Roll.
2: Yeah, I have definitely played that one. And Banana Blitz on the Wii, I think, but... This, like, Bizarre Mania is very much back to basics Monkey Ball in terms of, like, remaking some of the first games, like, with a few extra bells and whistles. Like, if you played Monkey Ball 20-odd years ago now, probably, like, you'll recognize a lot of the stuff that's here. But I- I've heard a few fans say the physics have changed, but I'm not an expert on the game nearly enough to say if that's true or not.
0: Yeah, I know that some courses have become easier because there are some pretty unforgiving stuff uh in the original um but i didn't know about the physics changing are, are, are you like heavier or something now maybe because even
2: even like on the first world there's a few like finicky stages and if you move that because you you're not moving the ball you're moving the stage and i think that throws a lot of people off like once you realize that you're moving the moving the level around as opposed to the monkey like controlling the, figure, the physics gets a bit easier but there's still moments where i'm like Oh, I'm doing so well, and then you ping a corner in the wrong way and you just eat shit into oblivion. And it's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. I've got to do the whole level again. But yeah, it it it's trial and error in terms of its physics. Like it's all about mastering like how finicky it can be and how you can take advantage of that.
0: Monkey Bob will really trick you into thinking yeah. that you're you know, it it like the whole concept is based off those like old wooden puzzles where you turn the levers and the platform tilts back and forth, and you try to steer the ball to not fall in the holes. Yeah, but it's sick, man. that's what's it called?
1: Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I it's thought you were trying like, to
0: tell me what the name of it was.
1: No, I was just saying those games were really cool. It just reminds me <laughs> of like Marble
2: Madness, but like not. Land. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Those games are all about precision and like carefully tilting back and forth slowly you think that's what monkey ball is it's not monkey ball is about velocity and momentum and ripping ass through every stage as fast as you
2: can yeah it is
0: because if you try to play it carefully and precisely you will get so pissed off when you fall off but if you just throw yourself from the beginning of the stage to the end as hard as you can you just, like, reset faster, you get more tries, you get through the levels faster. Like, speed yeah. running Monkey Ball is the way to play.
2: Yeah, it's like...
1: I wish I was good enough
2: to I, do it's that. It's like the trials in Breath of the Wild when you're totally in the control to do stuff. It's, it's much better just to wing it and hope you get lucky than it is to, like, precariously maneuver each stage mm. and, and just fuck up constantly. It's more fun to just be like,
1: whatever, I'm just going to rail on and, like, hope I don't die. That is a good yeah. philosophy, to be fair. Um, I I used to love Monkey Ball because as a GameCube kid, wasn't much else to love for a short period of time. (laughs) And I remember it was the first GameCube game I played, standing in like the corner of what I believe was an electronics boutique at the time. Oh God, you're old. Um, (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Terrible. Um, but yeah, no, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for Monkey Ball, and from what I understand, the only like major changes that have been made to this version are. I saw hardcore fans getting annoyed at a seeming lack of inertia. Um, Like when the ball speeds up, the monkeys used to proper spin around the the ball like they're in a washing machine when it gets too fast. Apparently that's been toned down slightly. And also it used to be that like um, the sound effect the ball makes when squeaking across the floor used to go up in pitch according to the speed you were going at. Apparently that's, that's not so much a thing anymore, which is a bit of a shame. I feel like that added something. But, other than that, uh from the hardcore fans, at least, I haven't seen any complaints, and that says a lot because people were not happy about banana blitz yeah HD. people seem to rag on
2: that
1: i mean in general, people weren't happy about banana blitz in general, forget about h d but uh but these are the games that the people who have nostalgia for the series get nostalgic about, and it seems like it's been more more often than not really really good reception um the only weird thing is. DLC,
0: yeah, because they're selling all the characters, right?
1: Yeah, because that's like one of the coolest features. They they advertised up to launch.
2: It was like, oh, it's Monkey Ball, but we're delving into Sega history with all these cool
1: characters. But they don't seem to come in the game. Like the the and they didn't include a Persona Five tune with Morgana. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how can you sell a Persona character and not put a, a Persona song in the Maybe game? Maybe
2: Zero fucking opening theme. When Kiyi is just ranking it down the right. track, ranking it, That's the...
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's just cranking it. He's just going down this,
2: this set. Yeah, but they're cool little bonuses. But the fact that you have to pay extra, and the fact that they don't implement music and other cool stuff makes them feel a bit artificial.
0: The yeah, the the new characters. Yes. All right. I mean, twenty years it took them to start just putting different characters in these monkey balls, and. It's the smartest thing they could have done. Like jamming Sonic the Hedgehog and Hello Kitty in there is gonna get more attention on this game, a hundred percent. But sell- selling them, how much are they each? It's oh like God, six I'm bucks sure. or something. Uh, not great for skins because this series should just be like Mario Kart. Like it should just be a bajillion different characters in these balls.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I, complete, I completely agree with that. This has the potential to be, like, Sega's crossover game, other than the racing one.
0: Yeah, put Sora in a monkey ball, and you've got my money. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: put, like, Shaquille O'Neal in a monkey ball. and
1: then... <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be actually so good. Like, put Yantaro really good in a monkey
0: day. ball, yeah. and then just send him down the track. These are the games that everyone has definitely played. Like, if you've played a Monkey Ball, this these are the ones. Yeah, because these are the classics. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not sure how well that's been communicated that Super Monkey Ball mm. Banana Mania is Super Monkey Ball 1 and 2 and Deluxe, or or just Deluxe. I still haven't figured that part out.
1: Yeah, I feel like it is a bit weird because, like, as a former big Monkey Ball fan, as mentioned, like... It felt like post the GameCube, there was no reason for me to look into new Monkey Ball games. Yeah, up. you know, I would they would release and I'd see the reviews and I'd be like, "Well, that'd be nice if it was really mm-hmm. cheap in a sale or something," but I'm not going to go out and grab that. And because Banana Blitz was very like lukewarmly received, yes, it sure was, and as were most of the, the other games that came out. Honestly, um, wasn't there an RPG one? I don't know, Super oh. Monkey, Monkey Ball about.
0: Adventure. Yeah,
1: like, I, I saw that come out, and I was like, okay, I think they get out of the balls. This is like when Tony Hawk got off the skateboard. It just it was all downhill from there. <laughs> downhill jam. It was all downhill jam from there.
0: Don't use your feet, Tony Hawk. Like, what are you doing? Right? Yeah. I mean, so... who? I'm sure someone does, but who remembers... Super Monkey Ball Adventure. Yeah. Like, Super Monkey Ball Tip and Tilt 1 and 2, Step and Roll, Ticket Blitz. Jeez. Uh... T- touch and Roll, Adventure. Yeah, these are all Super Monkey Ball I, games. One of the, the only ones time. I
1: played was Super Monkey Ball Junior, which was just the first game but on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A shockingly like... good port. Like, Super Monkey yeah. Ball 3D. Most of
2: these yeah, yeah, it was 3D.
1: it was 3D. It was 3D. It was laggy, but it actually was the whole game, and it worked, and that was a miracle.
0: And you could only move four directions. Yeah. <laughs> or only tilt. Uh, we're the biggest Monkey Ball fans on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I've got a
1: A-A-I-I tattoo, whatever his name is. i got a tattoo. Aye, aye. <laughs> Shut up! Oh my god! Oh no. <clears throat> I can hear that laugh. I can hear it. Absolutely killed yourself. Yeah, my favourite characters from the Stains Massive are all here. you he beat...
0: <laughs> Morgana. Doc? Doctor? Yeah. Or... Baby Robo. Uh, Baby no, Robo. Dave, I've got to send you an allergy TikTok after the Thank show. Thank you. That's what I want. Um, yeah, so if you're disappointed with Banana Blitz, it sounds like <laughs> this is the remake you wanted. Congratulations. Monkey Ball fans across the world, rejoice. Uh, there's this uh, TikTok that I really like. This girl is learning to speed monkey speed run monkey ball. And she's not uh, self-described, not a huge gamer. And she just sort of fell into uh, speed running monkey ball and game cube. And the reason the page is so much fun is because she has been thrown into, um, a, you know, influencer status, so much attention. <laughs> and you just get to see what that does to a person. Who's not prepared to be famous on the internet? And uh, <laughs> now she's the angry Super Monkey Ball speedrunner.
1: Yeah. That's how we do it. That's what we like to see. Good content. Good content. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: great. It's great content. It's just clips of Monkey Ball being played at an expert level while a woman rants at people that are rude to her on the internet. It's uh, great. Yes. Okay. Link, linked in the description. Uh, yep. Like if you love gaming. Yeah. I love prototype too. Is this should I throw this whole thing away? Was this good? Uh, this is pretty bits it were okay. Ooh, this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of this was good. Hold on, let <laughs> me let me let me make it good. <clears throat> All right, that was that was me making it good. all right thanks uh we'll be right back for new world and maybe some other stuff a whole new world (laughs) a colonizer point of view Welcome back. we're here again with Dave brains and making his podcast debut Harry Austin how you doing Harry?
3: I'm very well. how are you?
0: uh good though I will say uh, and brains can bag me up on this. We've been pretty negative on this yes. show yes this week <laughs> so I wanted to start. We've all played new world amazon's m m o r p g blowing up the charts uh but you've played Harry a lot more than we have, and I think that you're a little hotter on it than us. So just to start things off on a positive note, can you give us your like micro-review, what you like, what it's doing for you, what people can expect?
3: Um, Yeah, of course. I mean, the game is so, so addictive. I don't know. I can't say anything, really, that why exactly I think it is, um, because there's just something about it that is so intoxicating. I can't stop playing it. I've hit 84 hours. The game came out on Tuesday, uh, last Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, the crafting, the PVP, the open world is kind of boring. There's a lot of walking, but I don't really mind that. Um, yeah, I just, I can't remember the last time a game has captured me like this. Um, and I don't think I'm the only one, although there have been some, uh, differing opinions <laughs> across the site and from other writers, um, but I'm, 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 I'm hopelessly addicted.
0: I think it's fair to say that the critical reception has been kind of poor, um, but it's also, like, the biggest game on Steam of the year and, like, is hitting, like, 800,000 concurrent players. Like, yeah, unbelievable yeah. numbers <laughs> that nobody could have expected that we haven't seen uh in a really long time so it's obviously like popular and there's a lot of people like you that are super addicted to it i see it all over twitter um why why do you think i we we have not done a like proper review for it on the site i don't think we are planning to but why do you think that the critics have been so down on it
3: um i think the game itself is very old fashioned extremely old fashioned there really isn't very much about new world that is <laughs> that new really mm-hmm. um but everything they do uh, they have done is pretty 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 good i mean the pv is is awful absolutely awful the dungeons suck the em- enemy variety is is terrible everything is just a copy and pasted reskin of every mob is the same basically every alligator every zombie has the exact same attack pattern all the bosses are just like bigger versions of the little the little guys i mean it's awful Uh, you can really tell that they've just they've just (laughs) rushed it together in the hopes to appeal to a wider audience the game originally was meant to be like a hardcore dark souls-esque pvp mmo and they Mm. scrapped that entirely to appeal to a wider audience so that part of the game feels very i mean it's awful um <laughs> but yeah. the open world pvp the pvp is is great um you know there's no tab targeting it's quite it's quite a high skill ceiling for some of the weapons um interacting with players it's a very social game um but yeah i i, I can see why the critics are not not entirely for it there are there are parts of it that that need work and i imagine they will they will get worked on um, but it might take a while
0: yeah that's pretty much been my impression too it's a very pvp focused game and if that's what interests you in an mmo then you'll probably get a lot out of this however getting to that point even even just to getting to those big battles you have to wade through a lot of pretty dry shit
3: oh yeah oh yeah the quests are terrible um absolutely awful Uh, you know it's mmos aren't renowned for excellent storytelling i mean final fantasy has some decent missions and i know elder scrolls has um some pretty good dungeons um but new worlds is particularly (laughs) particularly bare i mean some of the voice acting is great you know there's obviously parts of it that are fine but yeah the actual the narrative of the story of the the game is 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 pretty pretty poor but people don't really play it for that i guess
0: right do do you think that this theory that they stripped out the story that was there to avoid the to avoid any, like, colonizer shit. Do you yeah. think that's true? Do you think, like, there was a story and they took it out because it was bad taste?
3: I think that they never really had much of a story. And the story that we have now is a rushed, you know, they changed the focus of the game, let's say, about a year and a half ago. So yeah. in a year and a half, they had to invent create an entire um pve system i'm sure there were bits and pieces there and some of the dialogue and that was already there but most of it i feel like has been put put together very quickly um the colonizer stuff is obviously a big sticking point for a lot of people which is i mean i completely understand that the name is terrible i know stacy wrote a very funny piece about the name just being completely completely <laughs> terrible yeah um yeah really bad um but i mean in terms of discussing that part of the game is it's kind of interesting because did they strip out the things because they were they it might be questionable yeah they probably did i imagine they probably did some someone in an office said no we can't we can't put this in um you know certain bits and pieces Um, because
0: when when the game was revealed everybody immediately jumped on how tasteless it was yes Yeah. so i imagine i it's safe to assume that a lot of things changed for them at that point
3: Yes. Yeah. I think they, they saw that um, reception and decided to to change things up, which mm-hmm. I, I think they have. I mean, they're still, you are a 17th century uh, washed up explorer on a, on a new island. There are people who live there and you just go around deforesting the island, killing animals and, um, you know, just kind of just like, you know, Scarring the uh, scarring the earth. So there are obviously questionable parts of the game. Seizing
0: your manifest destiny.
3: Yes, exactly, exactly.
0: Dave, you have uh, you have loaded this game onto your computer and pressed the play button. It's true. It's true. And then and then what happened? Um, I did get into a server. Okay, that's a good start. Nice, very good start. Yeah.
1: Short queue. Short queue. Went for a low population server, uh, instantly like 100 people in the starting area, and I, I did it, I went, I did the quests, I started doing the quests, and I'm not proud, right, but you give me a quest that says, go over here, kill three things, and come back, I'll do that all day. Uh-huh. I'll do that all day, and I'm not proud, I I feel bad, I'm there, I'm doing it, I'm like, god, This this feels terrible. But I'm <laughs> I'm still going. Yeah, and, uh, and <laughs> yeah. I, I went I went for I went for a few hours before before finally tapping out. And it's interesting to me. And we've already got a few features on the site like comparing New World to like RuneScape and the like, right? Mm. Uh, but but yeah, before I saw those, yeah. it was still interesting I mean, it to me is, how it's a lot like
3: RuneScape, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it was interesting to me how New World is getting away with so much by being a very basic mo in the grand scheme of things like this is a formula that world of warcraft perfected in 2004 5 it's it's been over 15 years right and like i i don't want to I, I can't I, I don't hate it i don't hate
0: it but i am also kind of like this is it huh Yeah. So for me, the PVP isn't a huge draw. I I did get to do some of the big battles and I think they're cool. That's not what I love about MMOs personally. So I really want to get into the questing, the, uh, the gathering resource, like that sort of like survival stuff. I love a lot. The problem is that the game does not respect your time. At all, and I know that's a little bit oxymoronic to say about a um MMO because they are like time wasters by definition. But I, I think that this game doesn't make any attempt to streamline or um focus on the things that take the most time and find ways to alleviate the, the burden of that. And one of the like clearest examples of that is just traveling. There are no, there are cities that are like quest hubs, but there are no, that I have seen so far, there's no opportunities to like get a bunch of quests, do them all and then turn them in. So far, my experience after like 10 hours or so has been like, get a quest, run 10 miles away, kill something, run 10 miles back, get a new quest. Um, And that like that time really adds up uh and it doesn't feel like you are getting that much done so if you if you enjoy an mmo because you like getting lost in the world and you just want to like kill an entire weekend like you can do that with new world but if you're like if you have goals and you want to progress and you're trying to get somewhere it's like it feels pretty punishing just to uh just to get around in this world
3: yes i mean everything you've said there is, is spot on it, it wastes a lot of your time um the quests feel like they are intentionally put super far away from each other uh, so you have to run backwards and forwards i there are no mounts either of course uh, which yeah. has been a problem for a lot of, of players um and i can understand why there isn't um i think the way the game the gameplay loop is 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 Meant to be is you're meant to walk to your quest location with your PVP flag turned on so you can fight people along the way. Um, if you had mounts, obviously that that part of the game just, you know, vanishes um, because people just ride or fly away or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can see why they've made that um, that design, design decision. Um, but obviously it's quite off-putting when everything just takes so, so very long. Um, yeah.
0: Um, but at the same time, I can... I can feel my addictive nature taking hold when I see a shiny piece of ore to mine. Yes, and <laughs> trees to chop down and every direction you look is some resource to gather. Like that I totally get why people are so addicted to this game. Um cuz cuz yeah that that stuff is really I'm not going to say it's fun but it is it is gripping it is hard to uh to put it down
3: yes yes um i would say there's the grind just the endless grind you know runescape came out in 2001 this is you know 20 2021 20 years the game essentially is is the same thing um <laughs> you just go from iron ore to iron ore tree to tree leveling up your skills for essentially absolutely no reason at all um obviously New World has a better crafting system, like an excellent. It, the crafting system is very, very good. Um, the cooking is great. You can make like a, you know, roasted venison steak. Uh, you can make custard on toast. I mean, the the variety of stuff you can cook is is ridiculous. Mm. Um, and that 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 kind of slow progression of leveling up your bars, each bar bit by bit, your XP bar, your skill bar. There's just something so satisfying about hitting that little ding. You know. Um, yeah. My issue with it is that I don't know how sustainable that is really. Um obviously these games come and go. Um some of them have been around for a long time, but you have to do something quite special to retain your players for a long period of time. And I don't think the crafting and the harvesting is going to do that. There needs to be there needs to be more.
0: Um Yeah. And it seems like that direction is gonna be building out the PvP aspect. So if if that's what you're looking for I would say, I I would say don't get into New World unless you want to engage with the PvP stuff because there are much better MMOs to play. Um, unless yeah, you really want re- really want those big, you know, what it's like fifty versus fifty battles.
3: Yes, and they are a lot of fun. Uh, I've done two wars now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of social aspects around it. You know, you have your your faction discord, where everyone discusses tactics and plans. Um, Everyone's still trying to figure out what the sort of meta is. So it's quite a fun time to be part of it. Um, There are some problems with it um, in as much as only 50 players can play. And those players are picked by your faction or company leader which means it's usually just his mates. Uh, His mates and the highest levels on the server currently because no one's at max level yet, obviously. Uh, When everyone's at 60, maybe that will balance out, but there's still that sort of, you have to be within the good books of your your faction leader or your company leader. Otherwise, you just won't get a spot.
0: Oh man, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's
3: it. It's an issue. It's an issue.
0: And those are like scheduled events too. You can't just like strike up a war. It's like, okay, on Tuesday night, everybody That's, get on yes
3: the timings are kind of selected based on time zones and stuff it's a bit of a clever little thing you've got going on there um but it does mean you sort of have to like a raid you know you have to be there at the right time um i mean i'm i'm interested to see where they take it um i'd love to see more like emergent pvp events just in the open world stuff that you don't have to like schedule in you know yeah that would be so amazing big public um, events yeah exactly yeah
0: interesting brains are you going to spend a lot more time with this or what
1: I Okay, so I feel like if I had more time.
0: If I had more time. If you were dying.
1: Yeah, if I was if I was terminally ill and I could quit <laughs> my job comfortably thinking, well I'm not going to need this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would I would play New World more. It wouldn't be high on the priority list to be quite frank.
0: What's your number one I'm dying game? Oh my god. Um, uh uh I'm just thinking about the games I
1: want to play right now, and, and if... <laughs> I don't know if I was actually dying. You know, I might, I might go back to the classics first get some nostalgia, have some memories of my youth, and be like, "Remember when I was living? That was cool." <laughs> and then I'll, and then I'll go to something that'll make me pleased to say hello to the graveyard, like Death Stranding.
0: It's so fucking dark.
1: I've been playing a lot of Death Stranding, and like that is a lot like New World. In the sense that I'm playing it and I'm doing it, I'm I'm definitely doing it. I'm going to the places, I'm picking up the things, and I'm taking them. And it's happening,
0: and yeah. I don't have much else and to say about it. You don't know why you're doing it, but you can't. Stop. <laughs> you can't help I'm it. Keep doing it, though. I keep yeah, doing it, and
1: it. I'm like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think that's gonna be my next one too. I'm ready to I'm like, go I'm now. Gonna play and I don't know why. All right. We can wrap it up. I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about a game I played this week. This is the joy of being the host of the show: is I get to talk about whatever the hell I want. Hold on, let me get my kebab. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick. I'm gonna let me let me pitch this. Half Life Two. Okay, you with me? Yeah. Bioshock. All right. Okay. David Lynch
3: movies. Sweet. Okay, sounds good so far.
0: Four hours long.
3: Okay, okay here we go.
0: Yeah. I'm in. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm you sold. Got, you got chick
0: <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, this game's called Industria. Uh, it came out this week. You can play it on Steam. And it is... Uh, I wrote my little review on it. The best four-hour game of the year. Uh, it is a, it is a throwback to the atmospheric shooters of the early two thousands. Your Half Life twos and your Bioshocks, with some uh, Dream Logic, sort of like really out there, almost like a Remedies Control kind of stuff too. Um, it it begins the night that uh, the Berlin Wall fell. You play a scientist at a secret research facility in East Berlin. And your partner, your science partner and romantic partner, um, is afraid of what the fall of the Berlin Wall will mean for his research, which is very secret stuff. Uh, And he escapes into an alternate reality. You follow him and you end up there 20 years later. And this is a alternate version of uh, East Berlin that has fallen to a robot army. Uh, It is probably maybe the best looking game I've played this year. It does a lot of uh, really cool stuff with ray tracing um, and DLSS for, you know, that sort of passive upscaling that it just... It looks gorgeous. It's very short, four hours. Uh, The performances are remarkable. Like some of the best voice acting I've heard this year. And it's just a very simple, like a little rat in a maze working your way through this dilapidated city. The buildings are massive and beautiful. The only progression is just collecting your little arsenal of guns as you make your way through. You've got to scavenge for ammo so that you can fight these robots. And you're just like trying to push your way further into the city to find your partner and and unravel this sort of mystery of how the city got destroyed by robots. It's really goddamn good. It's a really Mm. short, very good game. And I think that uh, if you... If you love things like Half Life and that type of shooter, that's sort of like really story driven, you know, all about the environments and the atmosphere, that's what this is.
3: It's good. Sounds amazing.
0: That's my monologue. Yeah. You sold me on it when you said four hours long. It's four. Yeah, it sounds like Uh, I think I beat it in three and a half.
3: Yeah. It's
0: it is. Intensely focused is exactly right. There's not a wasted minute. Yeah. In this whole Whereas
3: thing. New World, the game we've just been discussing, wastes, <laughs> <laughs> wastes all of your minutes. It's yeah. the
0: anti-New World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you it are sick a nice of show. New World and you came to this podcast to
1: hear people moan about it, please <laughs> play Industrial.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just, play I just, uh, boy, we complained about everything this week a lot.
3: <laughs> so Swords <laughs> and
0: Smash. Oh, Swords and Smash. There's nothing to complain are about. Are you there, excited
3: yeah. about that? Um, I am not a smasher. I'm Are you not a Kingdom Hearts? I'm not a Kingdom Hearts either. The, the, it, the games kind of blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> all right. that's, that's fair. That's fair. All right. I'm, all right. I'm, I'm a man who likes to waste his time. Uh, Wait, do yeah. you like Monkey Ball? <laughs> I, I played Monkey Ball when I was a, a wee wee lad, uh, but it's been a while. I have some. So vague, you had a GameCube? Moments. Yes, I did have a GameCube. Yeah. You
0: see, he's already he already knows more than James. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I was alive.
0: <laughs> uh let me pitch next week because it won't be nearly as much of a downer, I hope. We're going to be talking about Far Cry six. Whoa. Uh Jade's review is out now and it's surprisingly positive. So I'm looking forward Ooh. to talking about that next week. We're also going to be talking about Metroid Dread. Yeah, oh, yeah that's a biggie. And Ooh. we're and we're going to talk about Back for Blood. Nice. So yeah, so a lot of uh, stuff that we're looking forward to next week. I'm sorry if you listened to this whole episode and thought that we hate video games. The truth <laughs> is, uh, we do. We <laughs> fucking hate them.
3: They suck.
0: <laughs>
1: Waste I my fucking time. <laughs> start dying so I can quit my <laughs> video game job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. And thank you, Harry. And Amazing. Uh, Thanks thank- for having me. That's our show for the week. Thank you so much for listening to this, our 10th episode. We will be back next week with a new show. In the meantime, if you can leave us a review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you're listening, that helps the show a lot. Also, if you want to reach out to me on Twitter, it's at Epic I would love to hear from you. You can send me your feedback. Tell me you love the show or hate the show. If you do, that's fine. We'll see you next week.